We're coming in hot with inspiring guests, witty banter, and colorful commentary for today's veterans and military community. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Alphas, alphas, alphas. You're in for a great show today. I'm Jeff Daly of the Michigan Daily is on location here in Los Angeles in front of the Whibby and over there in, in much better decor behind her with little tiles, the DIY diva. That's what I'm going to call you today. Uh, Ashley I love Garbuja. that. I uh, love that so much. DIY. You know what? I will say the other day I was making candles and I'm like making a bunch of crafty stuff for this show that I'm going to. And I'm like dressing up in like old Charles Dickinson, like, like Christmas Carol attire. And I've been, I've been crafting like crazy. My house looks gorgeous, by the way, mm. so many things, but I, I keep, love that. I want that I on a hearing, shirt. I keep hearing about candles, but you never put one on the screen. I, I don't know if I believe it. So I think next time we record, I need to see one of these candles. Okay. Uh, speak, speaking of Christmas, we are, we are just a couple weeks away. Are you, uh, you already admitted that you do your Christmas shopping at like Easter or something like you, you've been done for months. The question you were asking is if I'm done Christmas shopping. Oh, Absolutely. no, you've asked. It's oh, been I'm asked done. and answered. Yeah, you did. That, oh, it's like, done. Decorated, done. Looking forward to hosting some get togethers. I can't wait. I've got a fireplace. I'm excited to do movie night and cocoa, hot cocoa and get everyone over and play board games and just enjoy the, the holiday season with friends. Oh, I'm making cookies. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to do well, a little cookie the, bins. Little cookie for the bins rest too. of us who, uh, who are not done, you still have time with Amazon and you, we should, you should consider their smile program. I know the Mm-hmm. American Legion has some things on there. So you, if you do the, the smile program, uh, you don't have to pay any extra money, but you're donating to the mission of the American Legion. And if you're not finding what you want on there, you can always go to Shop My Exchange because you earn the right to shop tax-free online. Uh, so, and that's for every veteran. I don't think a lot of people know that. that you don't have to, you don't have to have a rating. You don't mm-hmm. have to, you ain't gotta do nothing. Um, if you, you want to go- with your money. You should. Give me your money. You money. do have to pay. Yeah, that's actually that absolutely <laughs> correct in the fact that you do have to pay. Don't walk out of there without paying. So uh get your shopping done. It's it's getting down to the wire. You want to be look at how relaxed she is. She's done. It's a great feeling when you're a planner. Okay. I'm a planner. We're gonna I'm an get improviser. into it. I'm a planner. You're an improviser. I'm a planner. That's why <laughs> yeah. we kind of I don't know. There's Oil kind of chaos. <laughs> Well, so much like uh, everyone who served uh, has the ability to shop at Shop My Exchange, um, there's also a, there's a new benefit coming up. I hear mm-hmm. straight from the VA. What? Straight from the VA? Yay! Right. Are you gonna write a? Are you gonna DIY a jingle? Maybe. VA. <laughs> no, go to the VA. I love the VA. All right. <laughs> So let's get into it. So new life insurance program for disabled vets to launch in January, 2023. This is a militarytimes.com article. 
Disabled veterans will be guaranteed access to life insurance policies under a new veteran affairs program set to launch early next year. Department officials announced the move opens basic coverage for a population of roughly 4 million individuals who in the past have struggled to qualify for life insurance plans because of their injuries, illnesses, etc. VA officials said the new program will be open to any disabled veteran aged 80 and under with no disqualifications for medical reasons. Ooh, take a deep breath there. That's right. So going forward, um, Dan Keegan, executive director of the Veterans Benefits Administration Insurance Service, said this is going to create more access for life insurance than ever before, and that they are really excited to or about getting it out to veterans and all the benefits that they've earned. So the VA currently operates the Service Disabled Veterans Life Insurance Program for individuals whose military injuries make eligibility for other life insurance policies more difficult. But veterans must apply for that program within two years. Uh, excuse me, within two years of receiving a disability rating and cannot enroll later on. In new veteran, in the, excuse me, in the new Veteran Affairs Life Insurance or VA Life program will eliminate the timeline and sunset the SDVI program over the next two years. The changes were mandated by Congress or in legislation passed last year. So veterans will be able to buy up to $40,000 in coverage at competitive rates, according to Executive Director, Mr. Keegan, the program will not earn a profit, but the costs are designed to ensure the program doesn't create new deficits for the department. Okay, responsible. Dig that. It says that officials do not have the target goal for enrollment for the first year or an estimated as to how many veterans will be un unable to obtain life insurance currently. So more to come on that. However, Veteran advocates for years have been pushing for this change in programs because of, concern, because of the concerns of limited availability for individuals with service-connected injuries, as I'm sure many of us have, have pondered over the years. But VA officials are expecting to publish final rules for the new program within the next few weeks. Enrollment will be available online at the start of January. So much to look out for. Definitely check out VA websites. We'll have some things in the show notes. But I think it's super important to have life insurance. I know some people may think that's like, what, Ashley, you're so young. Why are you thinking about that? It's important, people. But Jeff, I would love to know your opinion first. Well, you you basically, before the show started, called me selfish because I, you said all people who don't have an end-of-life plan or life insurance are selfish. I'm all people who don't have an end-of-life plan or, or life insurance. Um I, I mean, those are things I always have, I've always attributed with having children or, 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 or things like if you have things that need to be paid that other people are going to be responsible for. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a plant. I don't, there's nothing in this world that is responsible, that I'm responsible for its existence. Um, and I, with this, and since you are a person who believes in in the gospel of life insurance, forty thousand up to forty thousand dollars. I do know it's going to be in increments ten, twenty, thirty, forty. Is forty thousand even enough? Okay, so let's let's digress because you tried to throw me under the bus. But here is what I will say: life insurance is important, and here's why: it protects your spouse, children, and yourself in the event of a like a devastating financial loss as a result of something happening to you. So I say that 
with a coming from a place of love because let's let's do real world example jeff like everything that happened with your health this year right like knowing that if you didn't have va insurance right like, like, let's let's take it out of context here. you didn't have va insurance you you don't have maybe the uh, the funds right we're speculative we don't we don't have the additional funds like funerals cost a lot of money right health bills i mean the average american is roughly in about what, $30,000 of student loan debt, if not more. If you really look at the financial climate on which Americans live, lifestyle, the average, I think just credit card debt is about six grand, an individual, right? So if you were to have passed, if something, God forbid, were to have happened to you and you didn't have basic VA insurance or like, not insurance to me, but VA health insurance, right? Or you were paying out of pocket or you didn't understand the medical bill and it comes presenting to yourself and God forbid you pass away. That's a lot of debt. That's a lot of money that's strapped and it will trickle down. Like if you're a business owner, right? any debts you accrue through your business, right? You might have to liquidate your, your assets. And a lot of people confuse what an asset and a liability is. Like most Americans think their homes are assets. And in some cases, maybe, but they end up becoming larger liabilities. Same with your car. And when it comes down to looking at your financial planning and your life planning, it's important to think about it. And even in the terms of your end of life planning, right? Like we're service members. Like at one point, right? We all raised our right hand and said, we need, to be so aware that you know death is just it could be one of the outcomes of my service. So having life insurance protects your family, it protects you. And I'm an advocate for it because like stuff happens, life happens. No, I, get like, that. I have a family my, member. My question is specifically oh, because the health insurance that's not applicable to this story, auto insurance something's not better than nothing to this story. But life insurance, what is, if I pass, what is the benefit to me of life insurance? Nobody is on my bills. Like nobody. Nobody's going to get the, the auto ally financial. Thank you for a great rate, by the way. It's not, it has no connection to anybody else for my car payment. Mm -hmm. They can come take the car, obviously. They're going to claim it, but yeah. if, if so we're talking, you're saying what's the value as a single, ma single male. Yeah. With no with connection for life insurance. Then maybe it's not for you. That's a personal decision. I've described all the ways you could protect your family and loved ones if you so choose, but if you don't want to leave money to anyone that you deem worthy of being a beneficiary, that's on you. I mean, there are tons of policies out there, but the intent of this program is to otherwise cover veterans who would not have right, who right, would have been but, discriminated against because of pre-existing conditions. I do want to make sure that people, and I'll get to Holly's thing in a second. Um, I do want to make sure that people, this is another financial product. It's mm -hmm. it's It should be evaluated as another financial product and not that every veteran needs to run out the day that it opens and, and get this. We don't know the pricing yet. We don't know any of the, any of the things. Is that the opposite of all the things? We don't know any of the things. <laughs> uh, and, and Holly's question, actually uh, veterans can get burial services too. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's, 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 it, 
it's going to have to be a cost benefit analysis to me. Um, You're not wrong. I, Absolutely. Everyone's different. Everyone's financial portfolio is a little different and everyone and I do, just knows exists. I like that. I like that they are addressing an issue though, that, um, that people, the people who are service connected, depending on what is wrong with them, um, are, do have trouble getting this life insurance, any life insurance and mm -hmm. getting it, my question initially was about is 40,000 enough? Because people who do need it probably need more than 40,000, but, but you don't, you're not limited to one policy and you can probably add oh, sure. if, uh, so I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's not necessarily one size fits all. And uh, are you going to add this one to your existing? So I have an existing life insurance plan. I would have to see what the rate would be and how it's how it would tie in with my service connect, like disability. Did you have um, the other one, the old one? So I did when I was formerly a military spouse. I had it through like the I had it through active duty benefits, and I'm familiar with it. And I had it when I was in the service, so it would the have been SMG. what. The one I think it's what uh, it's VGLI and I think it's SGLI. I think it's VGLI. Yeah, yeah. So the SGLI so. you could have gotten when as soon as you got rated, right? Individ but then that's another that was that's another problem they're solving. So if you mm -hmm. had a rating before, you could get this yeah. insurance, but you only had two years. And when you're for most people when they're twenty, I you said you've had life insurance since you were eighteen. Yeah. I'm a I, real big nerd. Like my parents used to drop me off at the library and I would just read books. Like I was reading rich dad, poor dad at like 17. I was like discussing what my financial portfolio would look like by 30 and what I would be doing. I'm a rare, unique breed of person. I was just like, I, oh, I don't disagree great. with nonfiction section. That last assessment at all. I just wish at the library. Library. They would have West taught you about the second R in the word. Rarity. So, <laughs> righty. righty then. All right. All right. All right. Um, you like those the, R's? Did I get a good rating? <laughs> See what I did there? Working on my comedy. It's great. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna heckle. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna heckle. You're not um, gonna go there. All right. All right, so I guess we are going to. What are you still? Yeah, go riffing? on. Are you By still riffing? Means. Oh, all yeah. All right, so we are going to leave the insurance business and move on uh, because today we have a super special guest. Can't wait to hear from her. Uh, she's Dr. Trina Clayu, the CEO of Give an Hour. Give an Hour is a nonprofit organization that provides free counseling to service members, veterans, and their loved ones. And Dr. Clayu will talk to us about the organization, some of the current projects they are working on, and some things we can all do in support of emotional well-being. We're going to do that after we all take a little moment during the break. If you were stationed at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, you and your family may be victims of toxic water poisoning, cancers, birth defects, deadly illnesses, have all been linked to the contaminated water. With passage of the PACT Act, the government is ready to be held accountable. You could be awarded financial compensation for your suffering, but you must act now. Get your free case review. Call True Law at 
866-4242 or visit justicecamplejune.com slash TAL before seeking any legal representation regarding the Camp Lejeune Justice Act. Make sure you speak with a department service officer of the American Legion to better understand your rights. Well, Alphas, we are here for you today. You're going to get a little uh, of free time. You're not going to get a full hour, but we're here with uh, we're here with Trina Clay Clayu of Give an Hour, and she's going to give us maybe an hour. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, welcome to the uh, Tango Alpha Lima experiences, we call it. And uh, as we as we do, Ashley gets to start uh, because she's smarter than I am. So we'll get that right out of the way. Look at that. <laughs> we have that recorded. That's beautiful. All right. So Dr. Clay, you, you are the CEO of Give an Hour, a nonprofit organization that provides free counseling service members or veterans and their loved ones. Expand upon how you got started. Um, where the inspiration, the need, the, the see a need, fill a need came from, and, and tell us about this amazing organization. Mm, thank you so much, Ashley. Yes, so Given Hour um, actually was founded in 2005. It was really the, I will say, the brainchild of um, Dr. Barbara Van Dalen, who saw that there was this unmet need um, post 9-11. And so if you remember in 2005, Virtually no one was talking about mental health and certainly in the military, mental health was not a common topic. Um, I know from just my personal experience as a military spouse, it um, not only wasn't talked about, but it actually had you know tremendous impact, um, negative impact on uh, your career. And even if it was a spouse, you know, it, it helped it hindered deployments. Um, there was and 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 PCS and all that. So um, I really just am so amazed about her ability to see around the corner and to see this unmet need. So um, really what it came through is to harness the, the generosity of licensed providers and have them give an hour, give an hour, donate an hour of, of their time um, to service members, veterans, and their families. And that had always been from the start. So um, we know that family members are incredibly important in, in anyone's military journey and certainly in their mental health support. And so immediately it was, you know, between like four and 7,000 providers signed up to um, give this time back to our service members and provide that kind of support. And then it's definitely just grown over time. Um, I think what's interesting too, is it's always been unlimited. It's always not required a primary care referral and it's not requiring insurance. So really it's looking at that barrier-free care. How do you get someone matched with individual counseling? And that was, has always been our focus until more recently is individual counseling with a, cl a clinician who understands um, trauma and long-term trauma support. And from that, we have just, we have really just blossomed over the years. That's fantastic. You said 2005? 2005. Wow. wow that's yeah. That's extraordinary. That's that's definitely ahead of the curve. I mean, you're right. Nobody was talking about mental health, right? The extreme capacity in which we are now and what we know. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm trying to think. Um, there's a word. Even what was happening back then. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think that. what's interesting is, is well, just she that. She was taking naps on rugs. Say again. I'm sorry. Ashley was taking naps on oh. rugs. She was in <laughs> nice. <kindergarten. laughs> All right. It's all right. Small. You didn't want to remember that time anyway. 
So, but I think what's interesting is is kind of the acceleration of that, you know, as we continue to do the work with the military community, is you you started really seeing the the benefit of a population-based approach and really it's getting into the community. So I would say like right around 2015, um, we launched a really a global campaign. It was just incredible and it was um the um change direction. And it was really talking about destigmatizing mental health and how do we talk and, and interact and engage and experience mental health differently. Um, and at that time we launched the, it was before emojis were a thing, so believe it or not, um, in 2015, not everybody was doing an emoji, but we had the five signs of emotional suffering. And that again, um, Michelle Obama, Jill Biden, um, Prince Harry, you know, folks had really come onto the campaign to help people at a community level, identify signs of suffering and help educate just common folks, right? Not clinicians, not therapists, but to say like, hey, there's a part that we all play in supporting people's mental health. And there are just not enough therapists out there. We have, you know, 59 million people who are 52 million people who um, could benefit from mental health support. And we have uh, half a million licensed therapists. There, there's just a numbers game that we will not win by just producing more therapists. So we're going to have to take some different approaches. So for us as an organization, that was a huge pivot point for us is, is recognizing one, we have to destigmatize and two, we're going to have to approach this differently. Wow. That's, that is absolutely fantastic. And you are a nonprofit. Right? We are, we are, which I always think is like, everybody remember that's a tax status. But the work we do mm -hmm. is very business, you know, driven, like we are customer first. Um, one of the kind of exciting things that, that we've been working on lately is that we're a catalyst community with Stand Together, which is a, you know, a very large um, national foundation. And when there's very few nonprofits and we're, you know, we're very hand selected to be in this community and they provide us a lot of um, support and access to resources that, you know, maybe you can't do as a nonprofit. But what I really love is that we were already focusing on that customer first, but they're really coming in alongside of us to say, what do your customers want and need? And then how do we respond to it? And I really feel like this um, more recent, you know, 18 months to last two years that we are lockstep with listen to your customer, listen to what their wants and needs, go back and train our providers in their wants and needs and then put people together. And when you see that happen, it's, it really is magic. Um, and, and it's, I mean, the, the feedback that we get from our clients and from our providers is um, it's such deep, profound change because all that kind of change is hyper-local. I mean, we could do big national, you know, campaigns, but until you get down on that block or in that unit or with that, you know, VFW, that's where you really see the change happen. That's phenomenal. I am so excited for this. Like I, I'm a big mental health advocate. I know Jeff is, I know everyone here at the American Legion is, um, you know, we have a be the one campaign we've been, you know, working in tandem with other organizations to continue to, you know, promote tools and resources. So this is an excellent, excellent, um, opportunity for folks to, to take advantage of, and I'll, I'll toss it over to Jeff. All right. Well, since we have the CEO here, She's not just a doctor, ladies and gentlemen, she is the CEO, the boss. So now that from that perspective, I'm interested in the logistics of, because, uh, you know, there's there's a million and one great ideas and they don't, uh, the American Legion is proof, proof of that concept that you can have a million ideas that nobody knows about. So 
how do we how how do how do you get the outreach to get people to you and when they get to you are they live are they on this zoom right. um and what's the process of people getting uh, the help they that they need yeah well i would definitely say i mean the outreach is has definitely you know it's kind of ebb and flowed over time because we're having to adjust to how all of outreach and marketing so you know we didn't have a big social media presence you know obviously in 2005 so it was really a lot of word of mouth. Um, I know, you know, Dr. Van Dalen worked very um, closely with the Pentagon and the White House and really just trying to elevate the conversation. And then obviously, you know, talk more about how Given Hour can be part of part of a solution. We're all part of the solution. And this is where I think, you know, some of these changes, um, like we're just right for change where as organizations, we link arms to address mental health and, and not have you know, folks over here and folks over here and someone over here, but, you know, there's not necessarily an agency voice that's really talking about mental health nationally and how we're all part of this, of this process. So we're definitely hoping to be in those conversations about how can we um, promote and support one another's efforts and make sure that people are getting to the services that fit them. And that's what I think is so incredibly important is if we're not a good fit, we will find you a good fit if it's not us. And so I think that's what you want customers to have choice, but you also want to make sure that people understand what services and, and supports are available. And then how can we lean into those VSOs that maybe have a different mission and and then rather than building up a mental health component, which is challenging and um, it's tons of regulation, it's just, it, it's a lot, um, is how can we lean into each other and really build this system of care for VSO, you know, across VSOs for our military members and, and veterans. Um, so, I mean, we, we advertise, we do social media, we do some really, really wonderful webinars, um, with subject matter ex experts. Um, we, uh, in our provider cadre, again, another customer of ours. So we listen to what they want and need. And then through our donations and grants, we actually provide training back to them. That's really specific about topics that they care about that has to do with populations we serve. And so making sure that we're bringing, you know, Dr. Shauna Springer wrote this incredible book um, called, um, oh my gosh. And of course I just dropped the book, um, but it was really focusing on veteran post-traumatic stress. And we brought her to our providers. We actually bought books for our providers and then brought her in to, not just talk like a book club, but to be able to talk to the author in like a fireside chat and multiple sessions. That was like one of, you know, just a kind of a different delivery, but really we're trying to talk about engagement. So we do a lot of advertising and, and pushing out for our providers. And, and last year we did 17 trainings for our providers with continuing education credits, which mostly usually cost them a lot of money. And this way um, we're, we're absorbing that cost as a way of giving back. Um, to our providers who give of their time. I mean, every slot that they take with a military member is somewhere they're not getting paid for that. And so we have different ways of, of giving back. Um, and then when people come to us, it, it really depends. A lot of it's word of mouth. Um, we've been around for 16, almost 17 years. Um, people make uh, referrals um, and they can actually refer themselves. Like they can go and just find a provider on their own out of our provider base. Um, what I feel like is the experience is um, connecting to us at, um, on, um, through our portal and having a hand match with um, our, our provider relations person. And that gives you a little bit more sense of connection, not just to us, but making sure that we're getting that hand connection to somebody 
who is a good fit for you based on what you're looking for. And, you know, we're shooting for a 90% match on the first time, which is honestly a pretty high match. Um, and one of the things that I think is so important about this is because we're not time limited, 12 sessions, six sessions, and sometimes you get with either organizations or, or through insurance, as you know, for a military person, six and 12 sessions may not be enough to even know if I trust you yet enough to, to talk and to, you know, to kind of surface an issue. So I think that becomes part of our marketing strategy too, is like, it is different and it always has been. We didn't just start doing that. We've always known that for folks who've experienced any kind of trauma, it doesn't have to be combat related either. It just is saying that we know there's a sensitivity in the military space that there is exposure in combat, but there's also sexual assault exposure. There's exposure just in life exposure. There's things that happen in your childhood exposure that's impacting your life now. And we wanna be sensitive to that and also understand that mental health is not time bound. It can't be time bound. And so this is on other people's, um, where they are in their life and how they wanna engage with it. And so we wanna be as flexible and practical as that. So that was probably a much longer answer than you asked for. No, no, I love it. I love it. I, I, uh, the information is good to hear. Uh, to be perfectly clear, the portal is uh, givenhour.org, correct? Right. Yep. Right. And that's where you can either search her in your own and find someone licensed in your area. And we have a lot of filters. So you can look for, you know, a, a person with a particular background or a particular, um, you know, EMDR or something along those lines but it is in your state because they, we, they are all state licensed. Okay. And then we do have people who can go across state license, but generally it's a person in your state. All right, so remember that givenhour.org, I'm sure super producer Holly's gonna make sure it's right there, <laughs> easily clickable so that you. you can't screw it up if you were in the army. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that just happened. We do that all the time. <laughs> Oh, she's being silent today. She must be, mm -hmm. uh, she must be tired. Are you tired? No, not tired. Tired oh, of you. you. You're just waiting? <laughs> no, I'm fine. She's waiting to get me. So right. the, oh, don't worry. Before I... He'll set me up. He'll set me up. So <laughs> it'll be good. At 90% match rate, by the way, you should call the dating apps because they're not no. anywhere. They're not anywhere close. I know. That uh, tells you just how good, how good our folks are. Yeah. So I, I do want to make the distinction here because you're you're unique in that you serve what I call the entire military community, which is you say, and their loved ones. You don't even limit it to spouses and, and verbiage. So I, I imagine that the, their kids that do you work with the children and- we Yeah, we can. I will say we are not as set up for that, mostly because the, the, because of the licensure and, and the way in which people, there are very few child um, psychologists there. But what I think our expertise there is how do we support parents and adults who are interacting with children um, so we can help them kind of regulate some of the things that are going on as it relates to a child. But we certainly will help them find help as well that's local to them. Um, child psychologists right now are in, as you know, hot demand. Um, and we've done some work, like right now we work in a school in California and it's, it's that high, a little higher level about helping regulate emotions and identifying, you know, emotions in yourself and others. And, um, how do you talk and talk out your feelings? So I, I feel like we have those kind of things addressed, but if you're looking for like a clinical 
um, support, we would definitely refer them out. And then we certainly can help a parent though. Yeah. I just, I love that idea that you're, it's not just about the veteran. It's the, the military community, which is uh, really important because we all have to take care of each other. Right. Yeah, we've done even like, because, you know, a lot of the work now is looking at individual counseling is is really what we had done for so long, but also understanding, and I think COVID, if if nothing else, COVID and George Floyd, you know, just the, and the political divisiveness, just the, the kind of condensed last three years has told us is that we are disconnected from one another and the importance of connection in our mental health. And so, um, much of our work now is in addition to having individual counseling is to put people with lived experience in groups um, and put them with a therapist in group. And we have many, we have group support, which is kind of one, one version. We'll have peer groups, which is actually teaching people with lived experience how to support their community of lived experience. So military is a great option for this, um, where it gives you additional skills and coaching with a therapist. So when you're in, in relation with someone and somebody says something, you notice one of the five signs, you can move beyond like, oh my gosh, something's going on and actually know what to do. And then also know what resources are available. Not to just say like, oh, you need to get on given hour and find a therapist or you need to go to the VA, but helping walk alongside someone because every transition point in someone's life when they're under stress is another time they will disconnect and not engage. So just handing people a thing and go, go to EAP and get a therapist. Generally people are not going to do that. You've got to be able to, to understand how to walk, walk, walk alongside. So that group work is so important and they always want to keep working even beyond the extension of the therapist. And so mm. part of it is working with them that specific group to ask, like, how do you want this to sustain beyond this moment? And it may be a lead person. It may be a Facebook group. It may be, you know, that they decide to get together on virtual by themselves, but you're giving people tools about how to support one another, but also how to protect your own mental health while you're doing it, especially for individuals with lived experience. That is comprehensive. Uh, Isn't it powerful? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're talk, you're taking everybody through the, through the process. You're not just, Mm -hmm. uh, yep, we had our six sessions. You probably go find a group and, and be happy. Like you're taking them from identifying who they are, identifying Mm -hmm. who's the best fit, providing that service of one-on-one and then, and continued long-term stability through this group practice, which uh, I think is a model that could be taught as well as provided by provided by you. Um, so kudos to you. A- Ashley, I know you're chomping I, at the bit. I do. I, speaking of transitions, I, I'd love to look a little bit more deeper into some of your more current work I know that you've been working with uh, like Afghan project provider, and I know that you have a, a webpage associated with given hour, um, but I'd love to know more about that and other things that you'd be working on yeah. or have been this, working on, excuse me. Again, it's just every, every, when I think of like a project, you know, there's the big given hour, but then there's these individual like projects where you have groups of people who've come together um, like that um, Afghan evac coalition. And what's so amazing is that this is a group of self-organized 
organ agencies who have come together post the uh, withdrawal at the of the war, mm-hmm. um, who decided that you know what the mission isn't over for us, and we want to continue to support our brothers and sisters um, uh, who who walked alongside of uh, you know for twenty years in Afghanistan. And early on, like we had that influx of calls, like people would call and then they'd fall off. They're like, we really need mental health support and we don't have time for mental health support. And we, you know, could you come in and do a training? And then like, you know, we can't hear from them again because they deployed or, you know, they not deployed, but they were, you know, running missions and literally people are running missions from their home. I'm sure you've heard Pineapple Express and, you know, all these different agencies that really stepped into that void. Um, And by December of that year, it was at a boiling point for folks who were volunteering their time. These are people who are at soccer games, they're at work all day, and then all night they're on Zoom and Signal running missions and taking care of people. And so they're both not only supporting the folks in Afghanistan still running safe houses and providing supports there, but then this whole resettlement effort. And so resettlement, as you as you I'm sure know, you got about 90 days as a as a somebody who came out of resettlement um, process to get mm-hmm. your kid enrolled in school, get a job, speak the language, have an apartment, and be pretty much self sufficient. So you have nine agencies that support you in 90 days, and then then you then you go, and that wasn't enough. And what we know is that in Afghanistan, these are people who've suffered years and years and years of trauma, and there's no word for trauma in. Afghanistan. There aren't therapists in Afghanistan. So we really had to think and rethink what could our support look like for this community. So we listened to them and we spent time with them and they told us what they wanted to do. So we end up doing a help the helpers for the last year, almost a year and a half now, where we are helping people who are helping Afghans. And it, it, it ended up being so specific because like one of them was, we need help coping with graphic images. I'm at home with my brand new baby and I get a text and it's a graphic image from somebody I'm working with in Afghanistan. And I can't tell my spouse, I don't have someone to lean into. And here's where that group thing comes in. We had a group talking about this and then they started buddy chatting that they were like, you know what, I'll be your buddy, you know, but the whole battle buddy sort of thing. And it was like, here's my text. And these folks who all had that time and didn't know each other started leaning in and saying, I can be your person. And that is this this power. And exactly like your campaign, it is this power of getting people together and um, helping, knowing that you can step in and help one another. And so we started doing really specific time bound trainings in terms of you told us this is something you need. We're going back with our therapists. We're building that curriculum. We're coming back and we're working with you engaging you, not just doing a training, but saying like, is this hitting the mark? Is this what you're looking for? How does this work in your life versus you need to get eight hours of sleep. You need to take a time from, from the computer because we know that's not going to happen. So now we were saying, how can we fit in five minutes? What does taking a, you know, just truly turning away and breathing while you're walking into the kitchen and just counting out your breaths? Can we do that? Like, how can we make it work for you? Because if we start talking about you know, you need to get great sleep and you need to go exercise. And you're talking to folks who are mission driven. They are literally in the mission. We're, we're not connecting we're not making in. So what I just loved about it was it was lockstep of what they wanted and needed. And we continue to work to this day. Um, and we started with no funding. We just went in. We we're like, we're going to figure this out. 
And then we were able to write really small, I mean, it was, I'll just be super transparent, $75,000 in grants um, got us almost 18 months of really intensive work where they actually created an RDO, a resource duty officer group. And those are folks that we continue to support with our clinicians to help continue to elevate their ability to support people that may say like, I can't take this anymore or signal traffic is where a lot of that comes out, right? And so instead of before it come across signal traffic, everybody would be like, okay, you know, nobody knew what to do because they're like, I'm not a therapist. And what we're saying is there's a lot you can do because you're the person that that person trusts. Bringing in a therapist, that person doesn't trust that therapist yet, but there are things that we can all do. And so it's really, um, I know Kate, who's a, works at the VA as a, a um, attorney, has been a program manager there. And she's been such a vocal supporter of how much this has changed her life because the stress, the stress is enormous, as you can imagine. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, I, can, I can imagine stress and I can imagine not getting eight hours of sleep. I, I think I got that last week. <laughs> Did you know? And I get in trouble for it a lot. Like Holly's shaking her head because you probably saw when I was working on the uh, notes for the show really late. So um, what what can what can we do as the American Legion and uh, this podcast or whatever to assist in your mission? And how can we get your voice and message to our people in an efficient way? Well, this is certainly a great start. So thank you. I know our friend Rob Wilkins put us together and I, I can't be more grateful. Um, and he's just been a great champion for, for us as well and, and understand the connection with mental health and physical health. And so we've we've um, been kind of lockstep on that throughout uh, the, the last year. Uh, you know, I think part of it, I, I think there has, in my opinion, there has to be an intentionality and, you know, when I looked at, at your campaign and the efforts that you're doing and the, the trust that you have out there, I mean, to me, these become like those moments where you, to put a little int intention together. So we understand one is how can we pick up some of your materials and how can we use that as the way in which we articulate this? But also then how can you know what to do in terms of um, getting our message out and making sure that people Again, they will come if you if you tell them because you are that trusted, you know, the trusted resource. And so I think that those types of lockstep movements we're all going to need to do. Um, the American Legion, you know, if I had to be like had my magic wand to to really pull us as VSOs together, um, we run across ways and we run a side by side, and you know sometimes we run independent. But the power we would have coming together and understanding how to plug people into the different things that we all offer, we would have an enormous impact in mental health. Um, the, the, the discreet way in which we're doing it now, we're, we're not satisfying the need of military members and in, in the veteran community, um, but we could. We could make a big impact at one point. So to me, having your voice really elevate that, amplify it, and and be able to put that engine to it, um, I think would, you know, could make all the difference, honestly, all the difference in the world. You know, we we all kind of run from a scarcity mindset. We're all fundraising, we're all, you know, looking for grants and looking for funding. But honestly, I think that if we locked arms in more intention, 
we could be more effective as a system for veterans to be able to come in and go where it makes sense for them. But um, we're not there yet. And so I would love that type of, um, you know, I'd be a, a huge champion of that type of support. And then, you know, just in folks who are moved by mental health, who want to help veterans, um, you know, certainly um, donations, ongoing donations. I mean, they really do make a difference. They make a tremendous difference. As a nonprofit, the way we grow and expand is through donations. Grants and foundations are fantastic, but they're very project-based. They get things off the ground that you haven't tried before, like the EVAC Coalition. Right now, we're working on a mental health, veteran uh, mental health in the workplace toolkit. So we're working to talk to veterans about how could they be better supported in the workplace and then work with business to help get that information to them about like why this is missing the mark. We have a huge perception and, and probably more than a perception, but there's a, a disconnect between what people think of they're providing in the workplace and how veterans are receiving mental health and the, mental health support in the workplace. And so those are the, our ability to, to do those and to do them to scale is where donations come in. It is truly the only corporate sponsorship and donations are almost the only way to grow and to grow your reach. Um, and then we do have um, a really incredible um, initiative. We have ambassadors and we have some veteran ambassadors, have a Marine, um, right. Alan Simmons, who is absolutely incredible about his ability to speak about his own mental health journey, um, traumatic brain injury, suicide ideation, and suicide attempt, and um, found his love through poetry and through um, motivational speaking. And he's just an incredible advocate for us. We have a, another individual um, who's a therapist and an advocate for us and works in our military space. Um, but we also have wellness ambassadors. And that's like that everyday person who can use the, the resources and the toolkits to be that person that other people can come to. So I can see this on like college campuses with ROTC, like getting these types of things and in your campaign in the hands of students who are being really impacted by mental health before they're even coming into the military space more officially is how can we help folks earlier with, with managing and um, addressing mental health, but at a, as a community, not necessarily a therapist every single time, but as a community of support. And so getting behind those types of, of endeavors, um, you know, as, no, as nonprofits, it allows us to, to go. Our work, in the impact that we make, we're doing at about a $200 per person price point, if you really want to boil it down. And that's an incredible impact. So our, our we're not a dollar for dollar, we're for every dollar that we get, we can do three and $4 worth of work um, that really impacts somebody at the end of the day. All right, I'm going to throw it back to throw Ashley back here in up. a second. But I am going to point out that I, some of what you, some of what you said has got me thinking about um, uh, groups at the Amer running groups at the American Legion, one of one of our biggest assets we have is a lot of real estate and a big footprint across this great land, and we could probably better use it for for things like this. So I don't want to get into plotting and planning here on the <laughs> podcast, but I will tell the people out there: hold my feet to the fire because I'm going to talk to her um, about about that because I do think I do think that that group that group thing and you're talking about people you trust uh it's people they're volunteering with people they're 
camaraderie with. I say camaraderieing. I make up words <laughs> sometimes instead of drinking with because yeah. we don't like we don't like that. Um, but <laughs> so we camarader together. And yeah. so we can, yeah, Holly's laughing at me. I make it, we should start a Jeff dictionary, a Jeff Shinary, if you will. I uh, bet they already have <laughs> Jeff isms. Uh, really are. That's a real. Look at Ashley's face. Yes. Yeah. Most oh, yeah. Them, yeah. Most of them we can't use here in uh, public's, the public Not sphere. Not prime time. There is a certain so, percentage. He is correct. Yeah. I'll give so let's 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 talk offline maybe um because I, I i do with rob as well he's actually on uh, a committee with me a different committee so i would love to talk about the group thing and getting it done at posts uh, and and then referring people to you who need the one-on-one -on -one and we'll just do this mm -hmm. whole thing i agree i agree well, it's going to be beautiful yep, we can do it by friday we can do it by friday Oh, you're on. That's what I'm those, talking about. She's one of those timeline people. Yes. All <laughs> he about was like, it. I was thinking like somewhere this century. Yeah. Right. My friend, my friend Jennifer Brofer, shout out. If you go, oh God, we got to catch him and do lunch. You go take out your phone. Let's get on the books. Right. Yes. She's, and like she's got her phone like out. Let's go. Let's put it on the books. You're one of those. Okay, I will. All right, back to Ashley. So since Jeff has his phone out, I would love to know how we find you, how American Legion folks across the country with all, as Jeff says, all the real estate we have, right? Like, how can we get in touch with you, partner? Like, what platforms are you on? All, all yeah. that great, all that great info. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, givenhour.org, easiest place to go. Um, and then up at the very top, you'll see military. And once you click that, it'll have all the resources, one for finding a, a provider or getting in touch with our person who can help you find a provider. Um, and then also, um, you know, quite a bit of military resources in there. We have a, a lot of uh, a good library of, of resources to help people like one pagers. Um, I would say, again, as always, if you, you know, if you feel like you're in crisis, then I would definitely um, refer elsewhere. Um, we are definitely not in crisis, but I will say that generally on a scale of one to 10, people come to us when they're about a seven, we would love to get on that three and four on a, on a one to 10. That's really where um, you can do some really important work. But we, we know that a lot of times it feels like a pressure cooker and then you then you decide to, to come and that works too. Um, and, and I really would encourage getting that hand match. I think that's an incredibly important piece of it, but we are often able to get people into, um, uh, therapists in a couple of days, um, and even up to a couple of weeks, but in that couple of weeks time, we are staying in connection and in contact with that person. Um, and so I think that just speaks of volumes about our relationship with our providers and their willingness to, um, to make space for military members in, in the military community. Um, we're on all the all the socials. Um, so same thing, give an hour and you'll find us there. Um, and what I love about our social media too is there's a lot of good content, not like content creator, but content in terms of usable information. And that's so much of that goes back to that community-based approach, which is therapists are amazing and they have a place to, place to play in here for sure but not everybody needs a therapist. Some people just need a friend who maybe is a little upskilled on how their emotional intelligence and how they can connect, but also how can they get them connected? And then if you don't find a therapist on our, on our um, 
our portal that is a match for you, again, reach out because we will find you a therapist. We will, we will search and we will recruit someone to get on there. So it's not just like, well, you can't find it here. They don't know what to tell you. You know, uh, we would go and go and actually recruit. And we have a lot of success in recruiting therapists. Um, they, they believe deeply in supporting our military community. And so you know, one, we're very grateful. And the other is don't let that stop you because we, we will get you matched. All right. Well, Dr. Trina Clayu, I am so happy for you that <laughs> you, you. Uh, were able to come join us here. Uh, all of this is very important. You also make it very um, consumable, easily consumed. So yeah. that information is great. I, I was looking, I have you here, but over here I have the interwebs. So I was looking at your website uh, while while we were while you were talking about it. And I will say uh, to the alphas out there, givenhour.org, it's a nicely designed website and it has good information. It's organized. It's, uh, and it really gives, and it, it's sad to say, but it, it really, the website gives people confidence in things. And not always, not all smart people are great designers, but you've got it all. So oh, yeah, go to we've get, got good designers. Thank yeah, God it wasn't yeah. me doing it. Yeah, as Ashley likes <laughs> to say, like <laughs> as Ashley likes to say, you've got all the things. So all the things. All the things. So thank you so much, and uh, we will be in touch. We'll be following. We'll be following you, and we'll probably be in touch again because you have so many great ideas. I, I'm sure we haven't even touched on them all. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. And thank you for your support in mental health. Like it makes a huge difference that you're the ones talking about it. All right. And Alphas, you know, we're going to be right back with you and we're going to talk about the CEO and the doctor when she's not here, but she'll have to tune in to watch herself on the podcast to hear what we have to say. And we're going to be right back after the break. When our nation's veterans came home from serving their country, the American Legion helped them with the GI Bill to get a head start. When they came home from Vietnam, we helped those affected with Agent Orange to get care and compensation. Now there is a new war raging. Unfortunately, it is being fought in the hearts and minds of those who served. Veteran suicide is the most important issue facing veterans today, and too many are battling it alone. So join us, make the pledge, be the one to help the American Legion end veteran suicide. And we are back. Ashley, do you have any takeaways from the Dr. CEO? Well, always, always impressed. I love many of the things she said, including how to get more VSOs in partnership with existing programs that are operating at the capacity that given hour is, is doing right. Like not reinventing the wheel, but like joining forces, I think was incredibly powerful outside of, of course, the, the, the logistics of reaching all of these providers willing to give an hour is phenomenal. I think it speaks volumes to the wholesome community based values as military and those that see the value in giving back to the military as well. So very impressed, excited to see the continued projects. Uh, again, just the, the Afghan project in itself. There's CNE, Philony philosophy here, and I really appreciated it. You always have the corporate slogans. You're welcome. 
I'm really good at it. Maybe you, you need know. to need. Um, I, I, I like the whole, as I, as I already said, so I feel like I'm recapping what was already been said, but I, I, I'm really into the whole process of going from finding someone, finding the person, uh, figuring out their need, matching them and continuing on long-term. And I also am really interested in bringing the groups to the post level um, so that we can get some good work done on the ground. Because I, I do think that's a, a missing piece of this here. All right, we are done with our takeaways. You did well, Dr. CEO, you did well. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure She's it's not just that. us that thinks that, the alphas will weigh in. All right, it's time for, we're, we're gonna do two because we, 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 we're running a little long today. Uh, so we're gonna do two, we're gonna go pew pew, rapid fire. Okay, first one is from Legion Town, USA. I thought you wanted me to go into your mayor stump speech campaign about how you're the mayor of well, Legion Town. Well, you can, you can, you, I, I don't wanna say it, but. Oh yeah, I know that would be gloating. Ladies and gentlemen, first rapid fire on the stage, ready, ready for all of you, the Jeff Daly, your mayor of Legiontown, USA. I haven't been elected. I haven't been elected yet. You're when the people's choice. You're the people's choice. <laughs> when I am elected. All right. All right. Mm. This is about the Fred, Fred Brock Post 828. Assist families of local elementary schools in San Antonio, Texas. I had to pick this one. Because I, I think there's a I think there's an alpha in this group. They have multiple posts in Legion.org now, or in my lead. Mm. No, Legion Town. What a terrible mayor. Um, <laughs> in Legion Town. So I, I think they've heard our call for good content. Anyway, uh, no, this is from November 22nd, 2022. That's a lot of twos. To assist local families on the east side during the holiday season, Legionnaires, Auxiliary, and Sons of the American Legion of Fred Brock, American Legion Post 828 donated $1,500 in HEB gift cards to 30 families of students attending Booker T. Washington Elementary, November 16th, and Dory Miller Academy, November 17th. According to Post Commander Burrell Palmer, the Post Children and Youth Program is guided by three main objectives to strengthen the family unit work with quality organizations that provide services for children and provide communities with well-rounded programs that meet the needs of young people. Great little program they did there, eh? Hey, yeah. Oh, sounds Don't good. Don't you know? Don't you know? Sounds well, good. Well, they're in Texas, so we should be- They're in Texas, we should be, so be like- We fit in to take care of the family, y'all. There's no. There you go, that's better. So. Uh, thank you to Fred Brock Post 828, taking care of the children and youth, giving us um, motivation and inspiration to follow your lead. And thank you for populating Legion Town with great content. Because Yay. As, as the prospective mayor, I know that I know that we need it. Yes. All right, ready for pew pew number what? Two. And before we get into this, do you know your blood type? Yes. Okay. Do you know how many veterans I know? It was worn around their chest. They have no idea. They have no idea. They no were idea. wearing it and they have I no know. idea. It's ridiculous to me. All right. Uh, this is from the American Legion. What is, am I a Homer? 
First Legion Town, now Legion.org. I'm a homer. All right, give blood this holiday season, asks the American Legion. The American Legion's annual holiday blood drive is currently underway and lasts through December 31st. During this time, the American Legion family members are encouraged to give blood and host blood drives as part of the American Legion Blood Donor Program, an organizational effort that has existed since 1946 to help a life-saving cause. Learn more at legion.org slash backslash security backslash blood for the 2021 2022 membership year the legion's consolidated post report showed that the holiday blood drive brought in over 92,000 pints of blood from more than 56,000 donors nationwide that's a lot of blood so what what blood type are you quickly don't look at anything don't look at positive Wait, we're the same blood type? Oh, positive. I'm a universal donor. They hit me up all the time. You're a universal donor for positives. O negatives are universal. Yeah, over like overall. I mean, O negatives pretty rare, honestly. If I'm not mistaken. And the, the poor thing about O negatives, they can only take o negative. negative. And we can only no, they can only take O negative. We can only take O. We can take O negative or positive. Isn't that crazy? What about you? Do you do you remember? Do you know? I told you we're the same. You don't listen to Oh, me. you are the same. Okay. I thought you were going to do some like lame AB positive joke no. that I'm wrong. A of all. I, I be AB positive. You wrong, girl. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I thought I thought for sure you, you had know, some the only B is, saying. The only B is I don't be telling lame jokes. So you were rare. You were off the bat. Just anyway. All right. So alphas, mm-hmm. we need your good blood. Get out there, get stuck in the arm or wherever you can, wherever they do that to you. I have horrible experiences giving blood, by the way. I have little tiny veins and they move. So they stick the needle in and my vein goes, nope, not today. And then they come over here and it goes, I don't know what you're trying to do. My veins actually move. It's weird. Wow. I've learned I've learned so much about you over the past few years. It's like mm-hmm. now you're getting on, now you're getting on the inside. Oh, okay. Get into the, get into the lifeblood <laughs> of Jeff Daly. <laughs> and with that, oh. I think I think I should go uh, get an appointment. And uh, so why don't you take us out of here so I can go? Yeah, we'll get you squared get away. Get you squared away. Okay. So don't forget to subscribe to the Tango Alpha Lima podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Please leave us a review and give us a big old five-star rating so the world knows how much you love us. And it will also support Jeff Daly in his quest to maybe give blood and not pass out. So send <laughs> right. him love. All right, Alphas. You know, I don't ask anything of you except once a week. Yes. And this week, I'm going to ask you to do a few things as mayor of Legion Town. I'm going to have you give blood because America needs your alpha blood of all blood types. And I'm going to ask you to be the one and, and jump in on the mental health aspects that we've been talking about today. I'm also going to ask you to write stuff for Legion Town. Be like Fred Brock post 828. They're doing the good work. I bet they get blood. Bet you they I do. bet they do. I, I bet, bet they have they really do. great guest recommendations. And if they go to <laughs> legion.org backslash Tango Alpha Lima and click on suggest a guest, we could also have some more people on the show. I wonder if we get interest. If they do, uh, if they do give blood, I wonder if we can get the commander of uh, 
Fred Block Post 828 up on here. I don't know. Okay. It's an idea. I would say uh, suggest a guest and then write uh, write a petition plea on legiontown.org. All right, Alphas, you've been great. You've been awesome. You've got two weeks to Christmas shop. I will post my favorite colors and sizes in the newsletter, so be sure to subscribe to that. Holly's saying that she's not going to do that for me, but I can be pretty persuasive when I need to be. So please... <laughs> So please uh, tune in, subscribe to the newsletter, and we are going to see you next time on the Tango Alpha Lima Experience. This is Jeff Daly declaring Season 3, Episode 138, Mission Complete.